0: This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. Ah, fall. It's my favorite time of year. Where I live, fall is when the leaves turn from green to gold and red and orange. It's when the mosquitoes go away to, well, to wherever they go. Hmm. Now I'm curious. I'll just write that down. Where do mosquitoes go? go in the fall. Anyway, I love fall. Do you? What is fall like where you live? Maybe you can draw me a picture of what it looks like and send it to me. I would love that. Oh, I was so busy thinking about how much I love fall that I forgot about my guests who have been standing here very patiently right beside me. Everyone, I'm so delighted to welcome my guests, Wesley and Buttercup. Sorry, big people, not those Wesley and Buttercup. The horse ones. Yep, Wesley and Buttercup are horses. Say hello, friends. (coughs) Tiny people, I know what you're thinking. How did I fit two horses wearing top hats... Oh, did I not mention that part? They are wearing top hats, just by the way. How did I fit these hat-wearing horses in my studio? Valid question. Truth is, it's a tight fit. It's hard to explain how it works. You'd have to come to my studio and see, which can't happen because there are a lot of you now, and we wouldn't all fit. Anywho, Wesley and Buttercup, thank you for coming. I'm honored. You are the first horses who have ever sat in, well, stood in for a story. I don't even know if I have any horse fans. Hmm. I need to appeal more to horses. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, horse stories, that would work. So, stories about horses. I could do that. I'll have to think on it. No. Nah, no. Nah, nah. <laughs> oh no. Um today's story is not about horses. Did I make it sound like it would be about horses when I asked you to come? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's actually about squirrels. Yes, another story about squirrels. N- maybe I can add a horse in there in the fly. What do you think, tiny people? Should I add a horse into the story for Wesley and Buttercup? Okay, I'm gonna do it. Let's listen to our story, the acorn. Remember, there are no pictures. You'll have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. Squirrel skipped through the trees, just skipping along, dashing past brambles of prickly bushes, skittering up the sides of trees before leaping forward once again. It was a beautiful fall day. There were leaves sailing down all around Squirrel, carried in the breeze. Their oranges and reds and golds glowed in the sunlight. Squirrel was about to skip past yet another tree— when he saw an acorn. A perfect golden-brown acorn sitting on a big red leaf. The acorn was the biggest Squirrel had ever seen. His eyes grew wide. His mouth twitched. Squirrel leaned over the acorn to get a better look at it. But before he could... Squirrel looked up, suddenly protective of the acorn. He put his tail over it as he glanced around. "'Oh, uh, hello there,' said a voice. It was another squirrel, a new guy who'd moved into this wood not long ago. His name was... Hmm, Squirrel tried to remember. Termin? No, that's not right. Berman? No, is that even a name? Oh, yes, Sherman. His name was Sherman. This Sherman squirrel had been napping next to the acorn, hidden under a pile of leaves. Now he was sitting up and watching Squirrel with great interest. Um, hi, Sherman, Squirrel said. The other squirrel sighed and muttered something to himself. Uh, actually, it's Herman. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Herman, Sherman, they sound the same. So, anyway. Uh, hi. You found the special acorn, Herman said. Oh, this? This old thing? Oh, this is just a acorn, regular old acorn. Nothing special about it. It looks special to me. I I came upon it a little while ago, but I was very tired, so I laid down to take a nap right here in these leaves. So you were going to take this acorn with you? Yeah, I was. Well, that's surprising. This acorn is downright ordinary. Nothing interesting to see here. Squirrel said nervously. Really? It's the biggest acorn I've ever seen, Herman said. I think that's just the angle you're looking at it. If you look at it from where I'm standing, it it looks quite normal, even on the small side. That doesn't make any sense, doesn't it, though? Herman just stared at Squirrel, confused. Uh, anyway, Squirrel went on. What's so special about an acorn? I mean, really, they grow on trees, they fall to the ground, they are delicious, Herman finished. Mm, true, I suppose they are. Hey, uh look, I know I found the acorn first, Herman said, but you did come along thinking it was okay to take. It's not like I put it inside a fence or something. Yes, it was just sitting here out in the open. Right, so I was thinking we could share it. It's difficult to share an acorn. How would that even work? Well, we could put it in a place we both know about, and then when it's time to eat it, say, in the middle of a snowstorm, we can meet in that spot and share it. Huh. That's not a terrible idea. How do I know you won't go find it when I'm not around and eat the whole thing yourself? Well, I wouldn't do that, Herman said. Would you? Maybe, Squirrel said, trying to be honest. Oh, so you don't think I can trust you? Well, I've never been in this situation before, so I can only guess what I would do. I'm only squirrel, after all. I make mistakes sometimes. Herman sighed. This was getting too complicated for a simple fellow like him. He didn't like to argue with squirrels, or anybody else, for that matter. He closed his eyes and felt a warm fall breeze rustle his fur. It was nice. He liked his new home, but it did take work to make new friends. He opened his eyes and looked at Squirrel. Squirrel had apparently been thinking quietly, too. Herman, he said seriously, you can trust me. Let's share the acorn. Herman smiled, surprised. He believed Squirrel, He pictured them becoming good friends and sharing the acorn together in a month or two. He pictured them laughing together about the goings-on in the forest. About that one deer who always seems to be bumping into things. He really needs a pair of glasses. Too bad they don't make glasses for deer, Herman thought to himself with a smile. Yes, they could really become such good... Hang on a sec, Squirrel said, alarmed. Herman looked up. The forest looked just as it had before. Brilliantly colorful in the afternoon sun. Yes, everything was just as it should. Oh, no. Herman looked down and saw what squirrel was staring at. The big red leaf sat there just as before. But the acorn was gone. Some squirrel must have come and taken it. Or another animal. How could they have possibly done it without us noticing? Maybe... Oh, wait. Herman skittered through the leaves and stopped abruptly. He pointed at the ground. Squirrel scampered over and peered over Herman's shoulder. It was the acorn just as big and tasty-looking as before. Except, no, it wasn't an acorn at all. It was a snail. The snail poked out its squirmy head from its round, acorn-like shell. It looked up at the two enormous squirrels standing over it, Herman and Squirrel, looked at each other. Then they both laughed. (laughs) Do you eat snails? Herman whispered. Only when I absolutely have to. (laughs) Me too. Let's let him go. Thank you kindly. I do not wish to be eaten today. The snail said, Herman and Squirrel laughed as the snail slowly slid away into the forest. In the end, they did not get an enormous acorn to add to their winter storage. But they did each get a new friend. As they scampered through the woods together, they heard the sound of distant horses. (coughs) Wesley and Buttercup, what did you think of the story? Okay, but, yeah, I know, but I mean, well, you're right about that. Tiny people, let me fill you in since you probably don't speak horse. The only reason I do is because I was raised by horses. I'm just kidding. Actually, I studied the horse language in school for many years. Moving on. Wesley and Buttercup are saying that they really enjoyed the story, but they felt like I kind of just threw in the horses at the very end. I mean, that's true, but endings of stories are important, What's so bad about an ending? (laughs) Alright, I see your point. I will consider coming up with a story about horses. No promises. Anyway, you did admit that you liked the story, so yay. I'm so happy to hear that. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector very special thanks go out to the tiny people who provided sound effects used in this story. Thank you to Violet, Lily, and Serena. See the episode description for details on how to send in your very own sound effects. If you'd like to be the first to know when my picture book is released and to get some special offers, then go to littlestoriestinypeople.com and sign up for the email newsletter. Thank you, as always, for listening in.